0: Live.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to AGP, Amanda Gillum Presents. As always, I am your host, I am Amanda Gillum, and on today it's Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Participation of Rogue One, a Star Wars story Coming out, and they say the 16th But let's all face it, we all know we're going on the 15th On the Thursday, because we can't wait To the 16th, that's just too long of a wait But before we get into our Star Wars special, which of course We're going to have multiple Star Wars specials Because, um, hello, it's Star Wars You can have like every episode about Star Wars To the end of days, and you're never going to cover everything We want to give a shout out to all of our Amazing sponsors, so a huge shout out To Hazza Productions for their all ages comic Peanut Put It In Jelly, Scott Comics ...for their all-ages comic, Our Super Mom... ...starring yours truly as Ghost Hunter. We want to thank Mark Kidwell, comic creator of Images 68. We also want to thank the Champion City Comic Con... ...which will be coming at you in 2017. And sometime in the fall, we don't have a date yet. And Gem City Comic Con coming at you April 1st and 2nd of 2017. We already have an amazing guest list over there, so go check that out. And of course, we want to thank Sean Forney and his Teenage Age comic... For also adults as well, Scarlet Huntress and the amazing and wonderful podcasters from UVN, the Underground Video Network, that also have their live podcast we talk too much on wednesdays at eight o'clock right here on talk Shoe. and with that being said if anybody got to read my post today is an open mic night so people may come and go but one person is with me for the haul i would like to thank my friend my sponsor my co-host and everybody and just all-around great guy richard Catterton who's helping me out today to talk about one of the greatest films space operas of all time star wars hi richard
2: Hey Amanda, what's up?
1: Um, been bottled <laughs> and cooped up and I just think I let a lot of energy out, like in like one huge spill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounded
1: like so, it So <laughs> I know you're a little distracted with your computer programming thing and your winter break coming up, but come on. Two wait, days. Wait, wait, wait. Two I days.
2: I got my seven <laughs> o'clock ticket already bought. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was I was You know those people that they're like, "Hey, Fandango crash right here." Yeah, right. Yeah, right here. Like I spent like two hours the night before they came out, the tickets went on sale, just trying to get everybody together. Okay, so you and 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 go ahead and send me your money via PayPal. And then I am sitting there, and I am I I call my boss. I was like, my boss calls me, goes, "Can you come in a little bit early?" And I went, "No." And he goes, "Why?" I was like. Because I'm waiting for tickets to go on sale. And he went, oh, shit, you're one of them Star Wars people. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just going, how have you not figured this out? I wear a Star Wars coat, hat, and I have a Star Wars tattoo that I wear to work. I talk about playing Star Wars Battlefront like all the time. How the hell have you not figured this out? Like my boss is just now um, figuring out that I'm like this super nerd the other day because he ran into a conversation with me and this other coworker, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, and then if you die, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and he's like, are you guys talking about video games? And I went... No, we're talking about... And I could have come up with anything. I'm like, yes, we're talking about video games. He's like, you play video games? I was like, okay, if you even dare go there and take us back into the 1980s, I swear to God, I will kick you in the nuts. Because <laughs> I was waiting for the whole... But you're a girl... Oh, I will hurt you. Severely hurt you. So, um, now you were telling me that there's a bunch of people that are confused trying to figure out how Star Wars... The Force Awakens fits into Rogue One, a Star Wars story.
2: Yeah, they were talking about it's the same girl. I go, no, it's not. They may look alike, but they're not the same person. (laughs)
1: They can't be. So for any of you guys that are out there and are not Star Wars fanatics like me and basically everybody that I've ever known who breathes the air on this planet... Because I happen to have this thing about, oh, do you know what Star Wars is? No. Okay, go away. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen Star Wars. You are dead to me. Bye-bye. No, you do not exist. I will not save you during the zombie apocalypse. Go away. Um, Rogue One... A Star Wars story, which, let's face it, we're all just going to end up calling it Star Wars Rogue One. We're not really going to call it by its actual title Rogue One, a Star Wars story. We're going to call it Star Wars Rogue One. Um, actually takes place between the timeline of Star Wars Episode Three, The Revenge of the Sith, and Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope. This is how we get the plans... And then we deliver them to Leia, and then Leia takes off with R two on her ship right before Vader tracks her down and captures her to get the plans. And she lets R two end up on Tatooine and start the what? What really, in all honesty, the actual mythos of Star Wars and everything that brought Star Wars into what it is today. So you this just spoiled actually the ending. Is... You just spoiled the ending. Oh. <laughs> spoiler! You know well. You know what? If there's no if there's somebody out here who see this movie and don't realize this, too bad. <laughs> yeah, so
2: that's funny. I, just, I just thought I'd throw that out there, you know. Yeah, I just realized went...
1: that too because to me it's not a spoiler. I know exactly what's going to happen. I don't have to see this movie. It's like I don't have to watch the prequels to know Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader. Oops, spoiler! No, Arnie knew that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know but um you find- I, I find it funny that you find that that people are asking that question because for me, I'm finding actual Star Wars fanatics going, "Oh man, we get to watch all these boffins die, and I'm like,, uh, <laughs> wrong feeling of the death star plans uh the boffins died to get the plans for the se- death second death star you know the one the movie with all the little teddy bears that's where <laughs> the boffins it, they died they died between five and six, not three and four. So no, um, so, so 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 y'all now know this has nothing to do with Boston. Now, what I do find exciting is I see some faces that are coming back. Um, I'm very excited because it looks like we might actually get to see Alderon. Yeah, I hope so. it would be really nice I would really like to see Alderaan it is a peace planet they have no weapons there they can't defend themselves I mean we Alderaan's only had like five seconds of screen time before oh spoiler Grandma Tarkin blew the shit up (laughs) just in case you've never seen the original Star Wars movie Um, (laughs) trying to get the plans that are in this movie for Leia to tell him where they are (laughs) and do you remember where she tells him they are What? Great. I'm sorry. Yeah, do they're you remember? on Alderaan. Yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Oh. Do you remember? He blows up Alderaan, but she she tries to tell him that the planes are where? Dantooine. Dantooine. Say, you do know your Star Wars. I'm so proud of you. Dantooine. They're on Dantooine. See, Vader, I told you she could be reasonable. Go ahead. What? Oh, you're far too trusting, but we'll deal with your rebel friends later. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I might have seen the movie a few times. <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw it a few times.
1: But I noticed that uh, Jimmy Smith, I I think that's how you pronounce his name, I'm not sure, I don't actually follow how to pronounce celebrities' names, uh, is coming back as Bail Organa. Um, so that'll be very interesting. Uh, and then I saw on IMDb that there's an Alderaanian guard, and I'm just going, oh, please let us see Alderaan. I really want to see Alderaan. I've seen pictures of it in all of my Encyclopedia Britannicas of, of Star Wars, but I've never actually seen Alderaan on the big screen, and it'll be really cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, we've always heard, and then, like I said, we saw it for a brief second there, you know. <laughs>
1: Well, then we, and then we saw it again as they thought they landed in an astro, asteroid field and went, nope, that's a plan. Oh, look, there, I think that's south end of Alderaan, passing over by Cubaco's window. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the thing that's going to be absolutely wonderful is James Earl Jones is coming back as the voice of Darth Vader.
2: Right. You just can't have anybody else do Darth Vader's voice, that's for sure. I mean, they got it right on the uh, Star Wars animated series, so, you know, you got to get it right on this, too, right?
1: I know, but I get to hear Darth Vader talk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I stood in line for six hours just to get an accent figure with his voice chip. Now, come on.
1: <laughs> I can't say any, anything. I actually camped out for two weeks and three days for the first prequel, so...
2: I gave up up an autograph for uh, Princess. It was either Princess Leia's autograph or Darth Vader's action figure with the voice chip. It's like, I want the voice chip, (laughs) even though
1: I'm so going voice chip. Now, there were a couple of names that I noticed did not make it on IMDb, and I'm hoping they will be upgraded and they're just not on there yet because they don't want spoilers. One I'm noticing is Wedge Antilles' name is still not on IMDb.
2: Oh, wow, I haven't gotten that far yet. I just went to the page after you said she was looking at the page.
1: <laughs> so I was sitting there, and so I don't see Wedge Antilles in the list of characters. And to me, I think he needs to be here. We know that he's our. we know around this time is when he leaves Tatooine to join the Rebel Alliance. Um and we all and since it is called Rogue 1 we all know if you actually read your Star Wars mythos now this is nothing that you would have ever learned in the movies but if you've read the comics or read any of the encyclopedias or anything else Wedge is one of the founding fathers of the Rogue Squadron which is why in Star Wars episode 4 it's really lovely to see him when he gets to meet Luke and then um it's very hard on it those of us that are star wars fans when he passes on but he's supposed to be one of the main members of the rogue squadron and he's supposed to be one of the founding members of it so i've noticed that he's not in there so i'm wondering if they don't want to spoil this because there's because let's face it there's so many things that disney has went this is canon this isn't canon do they keep it canon or do they not and do they get rid of them and not make him a founding member of the rogue squadron like it's supposed to be
2: Hmm, that is a good question.
1: I know. I just
2: just hope it's not, I just hope they kind of just overlooked it in the listing because they didn't want to give it away. Because he really needs to be there, you know.
1: Exactly, he really does. I feel he needs to be there. I also noticed that they have no one as Princess Leia. Leia Organa is not also on the character list. Now, if this movie is to end right, and before Richard tells me again, look, spoiler. Um,. (laughs) It, would, it, it, would, it should end with them handing her the plans and then her and R2 and 3PO walking up on her ship to leave. I think that's the way how it should end. It would be really brilliant because we know that they don't give her the plans on Alderaan because she's on her way to Alderaan in the opening sequence of the, of the original Star Wars movie. That's where she's on her way. She's on her way to Alderaan. Because then, cause remember, she tells Obi-Wan in the R2 unit that he needs to get these planes to Alderaan. So originally, she was on her way to Alderaan, so it doesn't end on Alderaan. So they obviously, she's in a secret location. My only thing is, is in all honesty with the technology that they have today, I would really like for them just to like maybe like CGI her in, um, you know, like holograph or something like that. Because no one else but Carrie Fisher can actually be Princess Leia. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was weird hearing someone else do her voice on um, the Rebels part two. Yes,
1: it was. Even though, you know what, though? The person who did her voice, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. She did have that presence, like her voice did sound, but it was weird to hear her voice. But she is, because she's not supposed to be playing a younger version of Leia. She's supposed to be playing Leia, because Rebels does take place around the time that this is happening as well
2: yeah which i'm hoping because in the one trailer you do might have seen the ghost you know in the background
1: oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes so i'm i'm really stoked really excited to see how this goes on i also noticed that there's not a uh, i haven't seen Let's let me look cuz also if you look there's no mention of 3PO there's no mention of R2 on imdb and how can you not have those two they've been in every single star wars movie ever created ever. well i'm
2: ho- i'm hoping r2 is going to be there because of the duracell commercial
1: Exactly, but, it, and the fact that they just brought out that new, like, $150 R2, R2-D2 R two droid, which is supposed to be, like, the BB-8 droid that everybody went shit over, which I still love mine. He's still just so adorable. He now can control my BB-8 lamp, which is really cute, and I really do love watching Star Wars uh, The Force Awakens with him because he's just so adorable, the noises that he makes and how he cries when, um, spoiler, Han Solo bites the dust. Um, but with so much emphasis on R2. And that's why I'm thinking the fact that I don't see Wedge, I don't see Aaliyah, I don't see R2, and I don't see 3PO, that it's like they're pushed to the side because they don't want to give too much away. Because there are people like you and me who be like, "Uh uh-huh, and so this is the plot line, this is the storyline, this is this, this is this, this this is this. Spoiler, I already finished the movie and it hasn't come out yet. (laughs) Because I also don't see Tarkin on here either. I don't see uh, who grows up, who becomes Grandma Tarkin by four. I don't see him on here either. But, dude, I cannot wait to see Krennic. Now, the reason why I'm actually excited to see Orson Krennic in this movie, who's played by Ben, I'm going to mess up his fracking name, Me- Mendelssohn, I think it's called. pronounced Mendelssohn. Um, he's the one with the really nice white cape that you see in the previews. Oh, yeah. He's got a revolver. Oh, yeah. So, I play Star Wars Battlefront, and last week they dropped the last of my season passes, Rogue One, on Scarif. And one and one and the two heroes that they brought out you got to play jen who is the main female protagonist in the movie and orson krennic and when i first got the plan i was like this guy sucks i don't how did you play him then i figured out actually how to play him oh my gosh he is my new favorite villain like it's like now darth vader and orson krennic like end of story like boba fett used to be there and boba fett got bumped down
2: hmm. yeah that's weird
1: so, he's got this revolver, but then he has this one one where he could change his ammo, and he only gets to shoot once. So, like, with the revolver, you get shit, six shots off. Almost says, shit, shit, shots off. <laughs> Say that three times last. He gets six shots off. But you could change his ammo, and he gets one, which is funny because even Luke Skywalker, when he's shooting it in the video game, can't defend it for nothing. It's great. I could just sit there and go, boom, <laughs> I hit Skywalker. Boom! (laughs) I hit Skywalker with a freaking revolver, for Christ's sake.
2: He also (laughs) gets
1: this black R2 unit that you sit down and it builds a shield and it shoots Doxus at everybody, so, like, they're choking and being poisoned to death, which is great. And then he also has the ability when um everybody's around him, if you hit the R2 button, which is on the PlayStation, by the way, um everybody's shields increase, so they get their 100 life, plus they get 100% shield, which is really nice, too, so he, like, doubles their life in the game. He's become my new fa- In all honesty, in the game, he's my favorite hero to play. It's like, uh oh, no, I don't want to be Darth Vader. I want to be Orson Krennic now. I, I, love, I love playing the character, and now I really want to... And after being able to play him in Star Wars Battlefront, I'm like, you know what? I want to see him on the big screen. I want—I hope he's just as badass on the big screen as he is in the video game, because if he's not, I would be terribly disappointed.
2: Huh. You know, this is weird. I, I just brought up the actor's name that played Biggs, you know, that uh, Garrick Hagen. I don't know if you ever uh-huh. know him or not. He played Biggs. I brought—I I did a Google search, and you know what the top search came up? was Rogue like- One. It came up for uh-huh. one a Star Wars story.
1: I know Big Starlighter should be in here too, and he's not on the thing either. I was getting to that. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just no. But it, but it freaked me
2: up how it came up as being the movie as with his name in the Google mm-hmm. search. Hmm, that's unusual. <laughs> does does Google know something that we don't know? <laughs> I know he's seventy-seven, you know, but his voice be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> because Biggs is always pretty cool.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, um, Biggs Darklighter. Um, he died in the attack, didn't he? He grew up on Tatooine yeah. with Luke Skywalker. Right. Um He graduated from the Imperial Academy. Um, he defected from the Empire services to join the Rebellion. Uh, so he should be somewhere in there, too. And he actually died during the attack of the first Death Star. So, he actually got into it way before Wedge did, too. So, Biggs Darklighter is another member that should be part of this. Um, they didn't, because, again, they didn't get reunited until they were at the Yavin 4 Rebel base. Yeah,
2: no. yeah. I, I was just, I just freaked me out too because you know, um, I remember meeting him. He was pretty cool. So it'd be, that'd be neat. They have all those guys, you know, at least somewhere in there, you know, because they can digitize this now, you know. Oh
1: yeah. Well, I mean, how hard is it to do Bigs Dark lighter, black hair, big black mustache? Done. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it, as long as you get the mustache, you could probably get somebody to play him. Second, seriously, I, I, it, it shouldn't be that pro, that big of a problem. Of course, it would be interesting because I'm really interested to see because um, how this is going to portray because, let's face it, we we know this takes place before our Star Wars. And when, and when I say our Star Wars, there's a jet- – Even though there's a generation that grew up in the prequel universe, you poor, poor people, a lot of us grew up watching Star Wars, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. And for us, they weren't episodes four, five, and six. They were Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. They didn't start doing this four, five, and six thing until later. Return
2: uh, Return of the Jedi was the first one that was actually numbered. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So it was. It wasn't until they started numbering them later that it's like, oh, okay. Um, confused people, go ahead. Thanks, Lucas. Yeah. Keep going. that. Out. That was
2: that was the April screening. It was the first time the episode four was actually put on that of the uh-huh. uh, 19, 1983 because that was my birthday because i got to see star wars on my birthday in the theater that year before return of the jedi i loved it I'm sorry <laughs> <A> little <laughs> flashback A little flashback since i saw it every single day <laughs>
1: but it's just nice because like um who who played who was it who played um mom motha who who played her originally um She was played by, was it Caroline Blackenston or something like that? I think it was. I'm not sure. But the lady that they have playing her this time around, um, Genevieve O'Reilly, the first time I saw the trailer for this, I thought they actually got the original actress. I'm like, (laughs) but she's supposed to be old as shit, right? Like, right? So, I mean, at least when they started casting, they're like, okay, we need Mom Martha. Uh, That's what she's supposed to look like. No, no, no. You look like her. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) at least they did something like that because it is hard to do a movie that is set before. I mean, let's think about it. This is 2016. Okay, guys. The first Star Wars movie came out in 1977. It's going to be really hard to be able to find characters from the 70s and 80s that are going to look like the characters that you know. And let's face it. We all really remember her from... The return of the Jedi when she sits everybody down and she talks about the fact that they've built a second Death Star.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, she, but I remember I saw it in my, my, my one of my professors stopped because he was watching the trailer while he was, we was doing like our lab for the day. He looks up, Richard, you're, you're in the Star Wars, right? Did you see the trailer? I go, yeah, I saw it during last class. And he goes, what did you think of it? They got the what's her name exactly look like her, and I go, yeah, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I was know. a professor in class.
1: <laughs> it was fantastic, and I get so excited about things like that because I mean, let's face it, we nothing nothing will ever be as cool as the watching the original Star Wars for our generation, for our generation, because. When Star Wars came out in 1977, that was like the epitome of special effects, and I am talking about the original release, not that CGI crap where Jabba the Hutt's in there, or when they did Return of the Jedi and Jabba the Hutt's went from this really creepy place that you never want to be at to thinking it's a ladies' $5 cover charge Tuesday night because of the music coming out of there. Uh, no. I'm talking about the first time you got to see Star Wars and its amazingness. The first time a Star Destroyer flies over your head and you're just like, holy crap. And it's amazing to see. Look at all the references Star Wars is in in today's day and age.
2: Oh, it's everywhere. You know, it's a whole pop culture, you know, icon, you know. I have. It's, I have... I'm friends with a bunch of my, you know, much of my friends have middle school kids. They're just dying to see this, you know. I mean, they watch Rebels every week and tell me about it. You know, it's like because they know I watch it too. You know, they go, "Did you see it this week?" And I, this is it was the first week I actually said, "Shh, don't tell me nothing. I didn't see this week's yet." <laughs> so they're really excited. So you can see, like a third generation wanting to watch this, you know.
1: Right, well I mean, okay, let's take let's take a look at just how you see instances of Star Wars in other movies. Um now two movies that came out, I think they came out the same year. I I know that John Williams did the scores for both of them. Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Star Wars, and he lost out to the o- the Oscar for his score to Close Encounters of the Third Kind to himself for Star Wars, which is funny. <laughs> um, But I think that they came out the same year, yep, they didn't did. they? Yep, okay. they did. So Close Encounters of the Third Kind and of Star Wars both came both came out the exact same year. Uh, John Williams did the – because let's face it, you can't talk Star Wars without John Williams because – that, he's the man when it comes to music he's the man like if i ever get to ever direct a movie ever in my life they would be like okay we need music call john williams he's expensive i don't care call john williams i don't care <laughs> if the movie sucks if i have john williams in it it's gonna be fine like he, he'll fix it with the music um and even though the movies came out the exact same year if you look When, um, in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, there's an R2-D2 as part of the ship.
2: Oh, yeah, and like in Raiders, I mean, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, there's R2-D2 and C-3PO in the Egyptian writing on the walls.
1: Right, just after they find the Ark of the Covenant. Um, Back to the Future, Marnie McFly, uh, puts on the puts the thing on and says, "My name is Darth Vader." Of course, then he goes, "I'm an extraterrestrial from the planet Vulcan," and just mer- merges the two together. But you know, hey, it works out phenomenally. Um, but, uh, well, what
2: was well well, 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 even modern day, um, Legends of um, Tomorrow, the DC series, referenced Star Wars in the last episode, the pilot. Or mm-hmm. uh, the the pilot, the ending episode for this season. They referenced Star Wars in that, which I don't want to spoil anybody who had not seen it. But, you know, one of the main characters is a certain director, which is like a director did this,
1: right? <laughs> exactly. And then, of course, you know, anything that Kevin Smith has ever done has a freaking Star Wars reference in it. The entire <laughs> series of um, Firefly, there's a star, there, I think they said that there's a Millennium Falcon in every scene of it. <laughs> um. Oh, what is it? Uh. Oh, what was there was one that I just thought it was so cool. Of course, obviously, with JJ um, J. Abrams doing it, um, his first two uh, Star Trek movies had R two D two as debris in them.
2: So you know, it's of just course- been in because it, what what it is is everybody our age is making the movies now, and they or, or TV, and they grew up. Star Wars totally influenced them, you know, like us. You know, we probably wouldn't be doing what we was doing if it wasn't for Star Wars.
1: Exactly. But, I mean, just think about it. Um, E.T., obviously Yoda's there. And if you really pay close attention... um when E.T. sees Yoda um, on Halloween night, John Williams changes the score just slightly to the <laughs> music that you hear when you get to meet Yoda on Dagobah. <laughs> yeah, you know that's right. It, yeah. It, and of course, then again later we see E.T. is actually part of that universe, but it was just such a lovely nod. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off: uh, The Star Wars theme blares as the valet soars through the air and Cameron's dad's Ferrari. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing how many times you get to see Star Wars anywhere. It's fantastic. Uh, it's been parodied in the Goonies, Godzilla. Star Wars has even parodied, parried themselves in their own movies. When you're watching Star Wars Episode II, um Attack of the Clones, when Obi-Wan goes into the bar to find the bounty hunter that tried to kill Amidala... Uh, in the background where you see them playing like droid football and everything, the, if you're looking at your TV on the left-hand side of the screen, there is the Star Wars Episode I Pod Racer video game playing.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: so, I mean, even Star Wars goes, I'm so awesome, I'm going to put a he- hidden Easter egg of myself in this. <laughs> 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 Which is, Fantastic, and being able to see this movie, people. Let, let's face it. I mean, I don't know about you, but how many times do you wave your hand in front of a door when it opens automatically at a shopping mall?
2: Yeah, you that over the sound. Yeah, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta, I, gotta, gotta, gotta throw that other series in there once in a while. <laughs>
1: but for me, it's every time. Boom. Yep, I use the force to get into Walmart. It's all right. <laughs> You know there's not a moment that we probably don't say a line from Star Wars or you know someone says something like, "Oh yeah, da da da, da. yeah, don't get cocky, kid, you know that's great, <laughs> don't get cocky and it's funny to see how it's influenced, and I know a lot of us I know I was I think you were, and I think a lot of our friends were absolutely terrified when we heard the 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 line of Disney by Star Wars.
2: Yeah, I was kind of – I just figured, well, we'll see Star Wars everywhere now, (laughs) and it's everywhere.
1: (laughs) Well, it it wasn't that. I'm like, oh, great. So now all the females are going to be like these doe-eye, and if Star Wars becomes a musical and they break out in song, I'm going to have an issue. And instead, Disney has done phenomenal with the Star Wars franchise – Um, The Force Awakens, I absolutely loved it. Um, I can't wait for next year for eight. I just can't wait at all. Um, Rebels took off a little slow, but then got really good. Very interesting. And let's face it. Spoiler! That whole scene with Ahsoka versus Vader? Holy crap. (laughs) Yes? No?
2: Yeah. It was out there. You know, I go... Wow. <laughs> did they just do what I think they did? <laughs>
1: when it, it she just, cut open his oh. mask and she sees part of his face, I about died.
2: I just want to see what they're going to do because I, I don't think she's dead. I
1: just don't think she's dead. I, I don't think can... she's dead either. I really don't. But it was, for me... It was such an emotional, heart-wrenching thing, because it was so funny, because I had just finished re-watching the Clone Wars, especially the scene where, like, she put, she takes her thing and she's like, I'm not coming back, and the look of Anakin's face and his heartbreaking. and then you go to that, and then you go to this, and you're just like, holy craps! really? Seriously? And It was tormenting. No.
2: I just had my mind blown. Did you know that Billy Dee Williams' son played a part in Return of the Jedi? Did he? Yeah, I didn't know that. And you know what his, his character's name was? What? Clotu. Klot,
1: oh, okay.
2: You, you you know the connection, right? Yes. Okay, the Earth stood still.
1: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Now I have a reason to watch Return of the Jedi. I never thought I would ever have a need to watch Return of the Jedi. <laughs>
1: um, there's always a need to watch any of Not
2: re- not Return of the Jedi. I
1: don't like watching I, Return of the Jedi. You know, okay, okay. I know a lot of people did not like Return of the Jedi. Okay. Now as okay, let's face this. As kids we loved Return of the Jedi.
2: I wasn't a kid when I saw it, so <laughs> I was a senior in high school.
1: <laughs> I was four. Her-
2: I was a, no, I was a junior in high school. Take that back. I was a junior in high school.
1: <laughs> I was four, so I loved it.
2: <laughs> you know, I wasn't. I
1: wasn't sp- four when Star Wars came out. I was one when Empire came out, and I was four when uh, Return of the Jedi came out.
2: Yeah, I, I wanted Wookiees so bad instead of them little furballs. but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And and I get it as as an adult it is a little weirder now because I can see why people wanted Wookiees. but at the same point in time I can see why Lucas went the way that he did. In all honesty, he made an ex- he made a brilliant idea. Hi,
0: <laughs>
1: someone's there. Hello.
0: Hi, Amanda. It's Jesse.
1: Hi, boss. How's it going?
0: It's going good. I decided to call in. I got done. Shovelin' snow, and I couldn't pass up the opportunity to talk about Star Wars.
1: Oh, yeah, hello. Who could pass up an opportunity to talk about Star Wars? Uh, yeah, t- talking about snow and Star Wars is like the planet Hoth out there, for crime <laughs> and sakes.
0: I know, in this part of o- Ohio, for sure. But uh, i, I got started it, jumping I got to it. Con- to take over the conversation, but where are we at? What are we talking about?
1: We're talking the about best. how he wanted Wookiees instead of uh, Ewoks on Return of the Jedi.
0: Oh, I don't know. Ewoks were pretty cute as a kid. You, I heard you say that you were a lot older when, when when the first ones or when when it first came out. But as a kid, I didn't I didn't see the uh, the silliness of it. And uh, who could pass up the opportunity to market all those plushies? I mean,
1: and, and that's where I was going with it. If genius. anything else. Oh, yeah. It, it was a perfect marketing skill off of George Lucas. He's like, okay, kids are into Star Wars. Let's make it a little bit more kid-friendly. Let's make something that's awesome for kids this. And it worked, because why? The Ewok toys are a major cash grab, even in today's standards. Two, you got two Ewok movies out of it. And three, dude, Wicket is awesome. End of story. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, in that same same vein... That same sort of thinking gave us Jar Jar Binks too. Yeah, I mean,
1: but
0: and that was definitely, you had a, definitely you, missed a mark on that.
1: Yeah, he missed a major mark on Jar Jar. Okay, you didn't see no Ewok stepping in Doo doo. All right.
0: <laughs>
2: no.
1: <laughs> 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 but it was a great it was a great marketing idea, and it worked out really well for him. And I still I have everything. Let's face it, We he came up with the characters that didn't even have names. We basically we didn't even have names when they came out. They they weren't called Ewoks when Return of the Jedi came out. Yet no, we all where did knew that, what that they actually
0: were. come from? Was it from the I TV show? No, I
1: have no idea. It could either be from the TV show, which you have to admit, the cartoon was phenomenal.
0: I, I don't remember the cartoon. Um, There was a live-action show, wasn't there, or was it a movie?
1: No, two there months. were two movies.
0: Okay. okay. Um.
1: <clears throat> It was what were they? The uh, Battle of Endor, and um. There was one with a little
0: girl or something like that.
1: Yeah, they they both had the little girl in it.
0: Okay. Now see um, when uh, my my wife, who's not from um, here, didn't grow up here, she, they were on TV all the time. Those movies were. She that's that was her first exposure to um, Star Wars, whereas the Ewoks movies. And in fact, I don't think she had seen. Um, empire until we were married. So, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the first one was um oh, a uh, Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure, and then there was Ewoks the Battle for Endor. Oh, you so they didn't do movies. Well, yeah, I knew the one was called The Battle of Endor, but shut up. I'm allowed to google it. That's why I got the internet <laughs> open. That's how you got quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do and remember yourself, the cartoon. That's how you
0: shut Amanda up is give her something to Google.
1: <laughs> but I do remember the cartoon. Matter of fact, I have the I have every episode of the cartoon on. Not taped it off of TV VHS, but the actual VHSs that they sold, along with the Droid Run that ha- that was R2D2 and 3PO.
0: Wow, um, that might be worth something. <laughs>
1: I've been collecting Star Wars since my dad took me at one years old to see Empires of the Strikes Back*, and there are many pictures of me on my dad's lap with my mouth wide open, just going uh, and drooling. Like
2: that's
0: actually one of my first memories is is going to see uh, *Star Wars*.
2: So you know, back yeah, in the I can relate
1: but um, we did talk a little bit about the excitement of uh, Rogue One coming out. Um, right. What are you hoping to see out of this movie, Jesse? I,
0: I, I'm i a long-time fan of, I guess, what they call the, the Legends universe or the extended or expanded universe series. Um, the whole, all the fiction that grew up around it. I liked, I'd like to see some more nods to that. Um, I wasn't happy how they, you know, similarly just got rid of, wiped all that out. I I was deeply invested in it. I'd like to see some more nods to that. Um, Also, the more gritty sort of of cost-of-war personal stories that, you know, we always know that they're in the background of Star Wars, but we know it's never, you know, front and center. um, Sort of the grittier side of it. Um, Yeah, the real life-and-death personal stories that the company wore. Um, yeah, that's sort of... I'm actually looking for a World War II drama set in, this, in, in the Star Wars universe. That's what I'm looking for.
1: Hmm. Very interesting.
0: Yeah, just sort of like one of those spy movies where, the, you know, there's a spy behind, you know, they got they got these secret plans, and they got to get them out, and that's just sort of what... Like, it reminds me of a Star Wars or a World War II movie fiction. That's and that's what I'm kind of hoping for. <laughs>
1: Again, I'm going back to the fact that I know James Earl Jones is to do the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. I, so I get to hear Darth Vader again. <laughs> I get new Darth Vader lines. Please let me get new Darth Vader. I want new Darth Vader lines. I know all those old lines. I want new Darth Vader lines. I want something really cool to come out of that.
0: I just want uh, I just want a good story. I think we're going to get it with this one. Um, yeah, I, I, w- I would be happy with. Uh, uh, with something about um, on the scale of Force Awakes, but maybe, you know, with the nods to the extended universe or expanded universe. Who else misses that? Has Anyone else oh, invested I, in that as much as I was?
1: <laughs> I was... Uh, dude, I have I, I my Timothy Zahn books look really ragged. Um right. Every I have all of the Anderson novels. I have the here's the funny thing is I have an Encyclopedia Britannica of Star Wars that actually makes all of the extended universe canon. It tells you it's canon in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Right. How, how can Disney tell me that Encyclopedia Britannica is wrong?
0: No, well, I don't know, but they did.
1: what's your what's your favorite
0: non-canical
1: book oh god oh i i would have to say i I would have to say i'm gonna go with the timothy Zahn books just because they were the first books that i read um, right. outside of the actual movies, even though they were so depressing as Timothy Zahn starts killing off all of my favorite characters and I'm just like, right. oh my god. Stop well, and killing then I everybody. forgot
0: that's, that's where you got your, your handle, your Lady Vader from.
1: Exactly. Right? That's where I got yeah. the handle from. Um, I can't remember the creature's names, but if you read the Timothy Zahn books... Um, there's the Liz- No Gray.
0: <laughs> yeah, the
1: No Gray. Thank you. See? Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> but as they, they, they were calling her Lady Vader because they could smell that like she was the daughter of Darth Vader. So they called her Lady Vader, and I was like, that would be so cool. And it has come up with many concepts of what if Vader knew that Leia was his daughter to end, try to introduce her to the dark, and she didn't. Would that actually in been her Lady Vader? Right. And Leia would have been, because let's face it. Say what you want. If you actually read the extended universe, Leia could kick Luke's butt in the Force day of the week. She's right. so much powerful. She is way better than Luke ever could possibly imagine. And you actually get to see in other books, The Planet of the Moon's Eye, um, which takes place after episode four. Because um, Darth Vader hunts down Luke. They end up on a planet where women, like, it's still male-dominated, so women don't actually have a say of anything. And there's a scene where Vader kicks Luke's butt, and she picks up Luke's lightsaber and battles Vader herself. He whoops her ass, but she holds her ground, which was absolutely amazing. I love that book, too, by the way.
0: And actually, in The Force Awakes, I thought that, that the, the scene um, with, with uh, where Kilo Ren and, and Ray were fighting, I thought that was a nod to that. Of course, I might be reading exactly. into it.
1: No, to me, I thought the same thing.
2: Interesting.
1: It, it, looked, it, it looked, it looked, it really did look like that would could be it, because it was like, and other than the fact that, you know, Ray kind of, you know, Le- Leia didn't force bring the lightsaber to herself, she just picked it up, but Vader, she held her own against him, because he cuts her, like, right across the abdomen, and she's like, nope, I'm still not backing down. Right. Nice. But, Oh yeah, I think that was the after I read the Timothy's... Zon- that was actually the reason why I love Splinter of the Mind's Eye so much. Is it's the only book I have ever actually taken away from a library, like ever you... checked out of a library and read it.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you meant you kept it, and I'm like, that's no.
1: I have <laughs> <laughs> gone to the library once in my entire life. Uh, well, twice because I had to return the book. But that's it. That's the only thing I ever got out of the library was Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I never really use the library. <laughs>
0: well, I'll, well then let me put this to you. Um, and for the people listening that don't know, aren't you know, real familiar with this, um, expanded universe, you can use an app called overdrive and anybody that's talked to me for in 10 minutes, I've told them about it, but, um, and you can download eBooks or audiobooks, you know, using your library card. And they have a ton of non-canic conical, um, star Wars books. Um, and that's, yeah, that's where I listened to most of them or read most of them within the last three or four years is using the Overdrive uh, Overdrive app in the local library. Nice. Oh, i have to do that's that. My, I don't get paid by them, but uh, I hope to be.
1: Answer <laughs> <laughs> <for> me, please. <laughs> so I have to – I've always wondered if you could have any of the weapons in Star Wars, what weapon would you choose?
0: Hmm. Let me think about it. You go.
1: <laughs> Richard?
2: Mm, probably a toss-up between a saber or a holoclone.
1: Hmm. Now, what lightsaber would you want? Would you want to choose your own, or would you want to use somebody else's?
2: I wouldn't build my own. Because you don't want to use somebody else's.
1: Uh, there's There's one out there that's epically awesome, and you have seen it in the Clone Wars.
2: I know, but I'd rather have my own. 'Cause it's it's assigned to me that way by the force. Well yeah,
1: well, you, you, feel- you
2: it does
0: or they're not sending it or anything like that. It's not like a wand from Harry Potter. It doesn't pick you. I mean the crystal does I suppose, but
1: Yeah, the crystal does.
0: Crystal does, yeah. right. But like the the power of the the you know, the sword doesn't transfer to whoever owns it. Sort of. I don't think they have power like that, do they?
2: No, no, but that's the one that's like assigned to you. At least that's how I always interpreted it. <laughs> hmm. Of course, I, I read see, this one is mine,
1: so. <laughs> I mean, me, yeah, I'm going with a lightsaber, and if I had to take one, I'm taking the darksaber. A black-plated lightsaber? Dude, that is so mean.
0: Me. I don't know. See, and well, I'm going to throw water onto everybody because if you had a lightsaber, it would be useless unless you were a Jedi. So, and I'm I'm not a Jedi. I doubt I would be like any other. I'd be like some, uh, you know, I'd be like a stormtrooper or something like that. You know, with no Force um, sensitivity at, at all, and it would just be useless to me. <laughs> so I want I want um, uh, Han Solo's blaster. I think that one looks really cool. Nice throwback to the Lugers, World War II Lugers, and yep, that's what I want.
1: So in other words, Jesse's going with the line. There's nothing like a blaster at your side. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I'll set him it. up and
0: you knock it down.
1: <laughs> let's face it, Luke doesn't really start using the lightsaber till the second Star Wars movie. Right. He uses the blaster in the first one. the The entire time, he uses a blaster. Other in than, battle, you know, yeah. Mhm. Other than the one time he picks up a lightsaber, and goes, "Oh look!" He goes, "Whoosh, whoosh." <laughs> <laughs> And he
2: almost took his eye out. Yeah, he
0: <laughs> no. picked up the most powerful weapon in the universe and pointed it at his head. <laughs> Where's
1: the on button? How? <laughs> right.
0: That's the end of that
2: story. <laughs> thank, God he
1: didn't, thank God he didn't put out his IRS. We probably would have gotten 15 minutes of dialogue of him whining about that. Right. Let's face it. Luke Skywalker is the biggest whiner other than Anakin in the entire franchise. And I like, it's a, it's a it family a first- tradition. Oh yeah. That that was one of the things that I loved great about um The Force Awakens is here you have another Skywalker <laughs> and he doesn't get his way and throws the biggest fit in the world. And I'm just like, "Oh, what is it with these Skywalker men? Jesus." <laughs> Like, no, <laughs> you whiny, <laughs> like somebody, would somebody just give them a Tashi station, please? So they maybe shut the hell up, possibly, maybe. <laughs> uh, be lovely. But, um, see, I, I can use the lightsaber because I'm a bona fide Sith Lord. I have the, uh, metal and plaque to prove it because of my, um, Star Wars, uh, the Imperial and Sith, uh, fan club.
0: Oh, wow. I'm afraid of you.
1: <laughs> why do you think I think I? Why do you think I use the force to open up the doors at Walmart every time I go there?
0: <laughs> That's good.
1: You should see the look on my mom's face too. I'm like, open. My mom's like, really. It works. But uh, I'm, um, earlier, Richard and I were talking about some of the characters' names that we noticed weren't on IMDb that we're expecting may be hidden that might be in the movie.
0: I heard a rumor that is completely unsubstantiated that um, Ahsoka Tanto has an appearance or a reference in this movie.
1: I didn't I didn't even – I forgot completely about that. I was just talking yeah. about the fact <clears throat> that you don't see 3PO's name on there, R2's name, Big's Dark Wider. Wedge Antilles, or do you see Leia's name on there at all? Hmm. And you know R2 and 3PO have to be in there somewhere. They're in every freaking Star Wars movie ever.
0: Right, and they're the ones that end up with the plans, right?
1: R2 ends up with the plans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which I got yelled at earlier for telling the ending of this movie. (laughs) 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 That that, that doesn't count.
0: That doesn't count. (laughs)
1: <laughs> He's like, that's a spoiler. And, and, and to me, it doesn't dawn on me that there actually could be people out there who've never actually seen the original Star Wars trilogy and don't understand that this actually does take place to get the plans to lay like To me, that it boggles my mind that people wouldn't understand that.
0: Right. Cause
1: but I, I find it humorous that I don't see those names anywhere, but I do see Darth Vader, and I do see Bail Organa. And like I was, like we were talking a little bit earlier, the fact that I see two names on there, an Alderanian guard and Bail Organa, we're hoping to actually get to see Alderon before it gets smashed to smithereens.
0: Right. Speaking of, of, of what we might be seeing, not to hijack the conversation again, but this gets back to my Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka. I think she's a great character. She's my oh favorite my... one out of the Clone Wars. And um, when when I saw that Bale was supposed to be in the the movie, I just finished reading the new um, Ahsoka book that just mm-hmm. came back. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody. So, but Bail and her form a sort of partnership in the book. So it makes sense that she would be there.
1: It could make sense. I mean, let's face it. She she admits, um, in in Rebels when she goes up against Vader, she says she's no longer a Jedi. She flat out. I'm sorry. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. wait. I I have not seen Rebels, and you just ruined it for me. (laughs) Oh my god, Amanda.
1: I haven't. I haven't. I haven't told you everything.
0: No, I I've. I've heard all the spoilers. It, when I finally get a chance to see it all, it will, it will, it won't measure, it won't diminish the impact. I'm sure.
1: No, I will tell you this though. Have your tissues ready. I cried, so you might want to have your tissue. I personally, it was very emotional for me because I'm just like, God have mercy. So right. I'm glad you came when you did because literally five minutes before you jumped in on the conversation, Richard and I were actually talking about that entire scene. Okay, good. <laughs>
0: oh, good, good.
1: <laughs> so don't listen. Good. Don't listen to the beginning of this podcast a way later, boss. You're gonna get spoiled. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, but to, So you guys do have your tickets, though, right? I do not. Bad boss, Richard. You I have know. your.
2: Yep, I got mine for seven o'clock Thursday night.
1: We're going at ten thirty. Because I have to work at 6.30, and then I need time to go home, take a shower. Because we all know I'm dressing up for this. Like, it's it, it's done. I'm putting on the Princess Leia Organa ceremonial outfit, and I'm going. And my sister's just like, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yep. How, do you, how do you not have to think of jet what, what, what in the world could be more important than Star Wars?
0: Oh, it's one of those things where, you know, we have kids and we don't get to see movies when they come out and, and and all that stuff. We're we're gonna try and sneak out um maybe Sunday or Saturday and and take take it in real quick, but it's not looking good. I tried to I was looking at tickets today and it looked like the only thing I could find I'm real particular about seats. So the only time I could find the right seat that I wanted was uh Sunday and by then it, might be worth it just to wait so we can all see it on DVD or something like that. But I don't know. We'll see.
1: I don't think I could wait for this movie to come out on DVD. How long are you planning to stay away from the Internet?
0: (laughs) Um, Well, Force Awakes, I've stayed away for for almost two weeks, and nothing was spoiled for me. Um, Oh, my God.
2: Two weeks away away from from the
0: Internet. Well, no, I was still on it. I just was real careful about what I looked at. If I saw, you know... Saw something that even look like a spoiler. I've actually become really good at avoiding spoilers, um, mostly because I'm a, I'm a sports fan, and when my team is playing, I never, I rarely get a chance to see them live, so I tape everything, and then I have to avoid the internet because I've got a couple of friends that try to spoil it for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can you just see so. Jesse now? Okay, Star Wars is coming out. We don't want notifications from Sean. We don't want notifications from Amanda. We don't want notifications from Nate.
0: <laughs> exactly. I block it all.
1: <sighs> oh. So what's your greatest memory? Richard talked a little bit about his greatest memory about being able to go and see Star Wars. What's your greatest memory of what Star Wars movie was the one that impacted you the most that you got to see first?
0: Um, It was Empire. Empire was the one that, you know, I, I I loved the first one, it made me collect all the as a kid as a, you know, it was I was 4 or 5 when it first came out and um it, you know, I had had to have all the the figures and all that stuff, but Empire um I I was a little bit older and it 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 impacted me. It had it had impact uh and it gave a sense of I don't know, even as a kid maybe, and I I might be overstepping, you know, speaking, but as a kid it had it had an impact on me you know it just did so that was the one that, that 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 was the movie that that sold me on it but as far as like favorite star wars movies my favorite first moments memories um was actually pretty recent um was when we went to see the force awakens me and my wife went to it first and we sort of checked it out and we brought the kids with it and my my thoughts of the movie when it first came out i was i was kind of like meh a little bit of fan service it's not I'm not. I'm not getting that magic feeling, but you know it's nice enough. They can. We can bring the kids to it, and we brought the the kids to it. And the second the movie started, Grayson was up in his seat, and that's when all the magic of Star Wars sort of, you know, came back to me, and it made that movie so much more enjoyable. because I sort of I stopped seeing it through you know my, you know, 40 year old jaded eyes, I saw it through you know, a four-year-old, year and it was just, it was it was magical. So that was actually my favorite moment. Now, Sorry, see, I watched, keep talking. I got to
1: see, I saw, no, 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 because I saw the Star Wars movies way completely out of sequence. Um, Obviously, yes, I did get to see Empire Strikes Back, but I was one, so obviously I don't remember. So for me, the sequence was Return of the Jedi to Star Wars to the Empire Strikes Back. So the whole reveal in the Empire Strikes Back, well, I already knew that because well, I had already seen Return of the Jedi. Right. But for me, I would have to say my greatest moment, actually, as sad as this is, actually does come from the prequels. Not the prequel movie themselves, but the experience that I had with being able to camp out with other people who were just as a fanatic as I am. I mean, we drove an hour and a half so we could go get Yoda plushie. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm,
0: I'm just I
1: telling you. <laughs> but that was probably one of the coolest things is the movies suck, let's face it, those movies suck but being able to experience and having lightsaber battles in the parking lot and took a projector and we played the original Star Wars trilogy on the side of the That'd
0: be pretty cool
1: and obviously she was excited too (laughs) (laughs) Nice Whole going to the theater, and at first it's like, okay, I've seen this story before. But then, getting, but seeing it through your child's eyes, think about it. It's re- it it was Star Wars: The Force Awakens. It's seen not just because of the storyline in it, but it does reawaken. We reawaken the Force not only in us, but it's awakening the Force in a younger generation. Right. That was pretty
0: deep, a man. That was pretty deep. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: wow, I was not expecting that kind of depth of of you know, of out of a, an AGP episode.
1: That was really good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to bag this as my inspirational episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um we are coming down to the end of the hour. Um, So of course, you know me. I can't wait to see this. I've got two more days. I'm not sure if I can wait that long. Um, for me, I've already had a few, little bit of a taste of it due to the fact that I do get. I've been able to play the downloadable content. My Force Battlefront. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. Krennic is so awesome, and as much as I thought his guns suck because he has a revolver. You have to understand, Jesse, he has a revolver. (laughs) It's not a blaster. It's not a crossbow. It is a revolver, but it's brilliant in the game. Um, I'm really excited to see it. Um, I have some theories that I have out there because I noticed that um, Tarkin and of names, and I'm wondering because one of the lines Krennic says in the video game makes me wonder if originally Krennic is up for Grandma Tarkin's position and Tarkin does something to Krennic. Um, So I have a few theories, and I can't wait to see if I was right or wrong, and then I'll get to discuss them next week on AGP. Yay. (laughs) Yay. But you guys are welcome to come back so we could discuss the movie, um, except for you, because you're going to wait. Right. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> um, so, of course. Um, any final thoughts on Star Wars or Star Wars One or anything else guys, that you have?
0: Not, not me. I'm, I'm just excited to. I'm excited for more, more Star Wars stories.
1: When well, we get a Star Wars every year, so this is going to start becoming like a yearly thing. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Richard?
2: Yeah, I just can't wait to see it. I just, like I said, I just hope it ties in with Rebels. You know, I just hope they don't they can keep it together. Because if not, I don't know. That's in my mind.
1: <laughs> I, I think I think it'll tie in really well with bringing everything. Disney does a really good job with being able to tie a lot of things in. I mean, look what they've done with all their Pixar movies. They're all synchronized. True. Right. So, well, on that note, guys. Reacher, tell everybody where they can find you online.
2: Um, you can find me over at undergroundvideonetwork.com, and also go to the MySpaces and everywhere else, you know. You can find me anywhere. MySpace? Yeah, we, we still promote MySpace. We're trying to make the top eight. Wow.
0: Well, what about is- your friends what about your Friendster account? Is that still working?
2: Oh, I forgot about that. That's the other one we've got to revive. We're trying to, we're trying to put UVN everywhere.
1: My face. Oh, my God. Reviving for the, being in the top eight. Who are you fighting against? What, a to told ten other people? Hey, we only got to
2: knock, knock Tom off once now. Come on.
1: <laughs> and for those of course, Richard, tell them about your podcast, which will be tomorrow. Yeah,
2: um, and I'm on the podcast We Talk Too Much with uh, Michael Boroff. Um, we're on at 8 o'clock. You can follow the links on Underground Video Network to find us and everything. So, And also we have a Facebook page for We Talk Too Much.
1: And Jesse, who happens to be the owner and operator of Gem City Comic Con and Champion City Comic Con, tell them where you can find your stuff, Jesse. <clears throat>
0: It's I'm at uh, GemCityComicCon.com, on um, Facebook at GemCityComicCon. I don't know the Champion City uh, stuff yet. It's on there somewhere. It's on the interwebs. And then uh, our Twitter is GemCityComicCon, and our Instagram is GemCityComicCon. And um, what else is there, Amanda?
1: So, you can find Gem City Comic Con, just type in Gem City Comic Con either for the website, the Facebook, the Instagram, or the Twitter. And for Champion City Comic Con, you either want to type in Champion City Comic Con or you want to type in C4 Comic. Yay. You're You're
0: welcome. welcome. Thank you very much.
1: And then, of course, guys, if you want to learn more about AGP, you can follow us over at AmandaGillumPresents.com. We are Lady Vader seventy yeah. nine over on Twitter. We are Presents yeah. over on Facebook and AmandaGillum over on YouTube, Twitch, and of course Instagram. And remember, Gillum is spelled like William, but with a G instead of a W. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank everybody who joined us tonight, and for everybody who will listen in the future on this wonderful episode of the Star Wars. And of course, there's only one way to end this episode. May the force be with you, always. (laughs) Good night.